0: Visit chrissawyeranny maccom Email him at csawyer at or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. lo Act. Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender. Broker number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker. License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810. L. call for additional details. From the 10th, second from the 10, second and 18. Thibodeau got there, got the ball out. Scooped it and scored. Touchdown Giants, Cabo Thibodeau. Snap Saquon Barkley. He'll take it to the left, and Barkley will score.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Jawing About the G Men, Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by King Zay and Sean Scanlon. And it feels good. Giants, uh, what was it, four games, five game winless streak? Uh, or, or, yeah, five out of the last six. Rough streak there. Get back in the win column. And boy, like, Sean, you texted me during the game, your boy, Kayvon Thibodeau. I, I, I was up his ass the past couple weeks, and this was his coming out moment. And uh, he has arrived in this league. But the thing is, is like it, it can't just be primetime games. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's flashy for you to do that stuff. But this needs to be an every week type of thing. And Kvantebro is doing great. Uh, I, I hope this could be a launching off point. Um, but, yeah, the, that was great. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, I think a big thing. You need to give the ball to Saquon Barkley. Uh, it, it, when the game matters the most. Uh, I think you've seen that all year. Think of all the Giants' wins when they were on that streak. What was happening? It, what, what Those last touchdowns, Bunch for Saquon Barkley. He was the exclamation point, putting, giving the Giants the lead, giving them the go-ahead touchdown. in a lot of their wins this year, I think you need to give them the ball. Like we saw when they were struggling, got into the end zone and obviously that that one drive that drive where he was just spinning out of control like a tornado all over the place but uh yeah it 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 was great now uh Sean and I were talking a little bit about this before the before we got in here but we'll, we'll, we'll get to the preview this week but Giants even though this was a big game as far as playoff implications go uh the there's still work that needs to be done. But, uh, Sean, w- what do you think of this game?
2: Uh, yeah, this was huge in terms of us, you know, making a run to the playoffs. Obviously, if we lose, we're down to about 33%. With the win, we're about 90%. So, really, if we get one more win, we, uh, we're on a pretty good uh, pace to get there. And, obviously, I think we could definitely do it against the Colts. And the Vikings, they haven't looked as hot lately. Um, They play in close games as well, just like the Giants do. So maybe we could find a way to win that game. And then the Eagles, uh, the last week, they'll probably be resting their starters at that point. They'll probably have locked up the one seed. So I think there's definitely a path for us. Um, But I mean, this is is what we needed to do. We needed to take care of uh, the in-division game. Obviously, I think they had a bad taste in their mouth after tying with them the first time to the commanders. So uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, like you said, NFC Defensive Player of the Week, um, really was his uh, you know, first big moment in the NFL. Uh, he showed up huge. Saquon, like you said, closing out the game, being the closer. Um, Daniel Jones had a pretty solid game himself, too. A lot of big third down conversions, uh, even that fourth down conversion. Uh, and this front four is looking very scary, especially when they're all at full health. Um, Aziz has had at least a half a sack. Every game he's been healthy. Um, Big games from Dexter and Leo too. And if we get Dory Jackson back this week, um, hopefully we get Xavier McKinney back before the playoffs began. This defense could be very scary going into the playoffs. So I'm hoping those guys get healthy. But uh, I think the way that we won this game is how we won the games early on in the season was, you know, playing smart football, not turning the ball over, getting uh, turnovers on defense. Uh, making a couple big third and fourth down conversions. So this was the formula that we saw the Giants win all these games early on. Uh, so if we can continue to do this, I think it's uh, definitely a good look heading into uh, to the postseason where hopefully, you know, maybe we can uh, make some noise.
1: Yeah. And I, 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 I mentioned it when they drafted Thibodeau and I've, I've seen it a lot, especially after that game, a lot of people draw in the comparisons like the, straight to the 2011 uh, D-line, to this D-line. I know this is young. They're young, but they, they have that potential, uh, I think. And anything can happen, Yeah, and especially getting uh, the X-man back and uh, Dory Jackson helping out that secondary. This could be something scary. But Zay, where are your thoughts about the Giants after this
0: win?
3: I've been in the same spot. I've been all year. I'm comfortable with the making the playoffs. I'm comfortable with them not making the playoffs. I haven't forgotten that this is still a rebuild team that is very much overachieving and we're all happy with it and I'm rolling with it. But again, it, it, I don't want to overstate the Giants. I don't want to understate them. I don't know what their ceiling is this year. I don't, you know, I don't want to say the Giants, you know, have no chance and then they go on a miracle run. Who knows? I don't want to be that person because, again, we've seen it last year with the Bengals, a team we thought was completely out of it. And then like within the last couple of weeks of the season, they just get hot and they just run through the whole entire playoffs. So you never really know what the situation again, what what I mean, excuse me, you never know what the situation is going to be. And again, who you end up matching up against in the playoffs, if you get there, that could also be a huge thing based on who the Giants can be, whether it's Tampa Bay, whether it's San Francisco. Because, again, I don't think Tampa Bay is really that good. And I don't think San Francisco, without a quarterback, I think they're very beatable. But, again, that's conversation for down the line. I don't want to get way ahead of myself. Let's get into the playoffs first. But I think last night we saw the, you know, you saw the Giants, the difference between a healthy team, a team getting healthy, and a team that wasn't healthy the week before when they played them before the bye. And that's really what you got a chance to see. They rested some guys against the Eagles. Guys got healthy. They got guys ready for this game. And you saw the team that we look, you know, look more like the team we saw in the beginning of the year that was winning close games and getting it done. As far as Kayvon Thibodeau, um, Kayvon's been playing actually really well the last couple of weeks. I think with the, you know, Aziz coming Thank back. Thank you, Zach. I think with Aziz coming back, it's also made it even better because now he has, you know, they become a really good tandem. You've seen even on the sack play, there was communication between the two right before the play. And then it led to the sack, actually. Basically, he's telling them, hey, I'm going to rush deep. You step up just in case, you know, you don't go too deep just in case, you know, he steps up in the pocket. It worked out perfectly because he didn't step up in the pocket and we were able to get the touchdown. But again, credit to Dallas. Dallas I mean, excuse me, Washington. Washington is a playoff team. They are really good. I, if Washington could find a quarterback, they could be a really good team in this league, honestly. I, I, I really do think they have they have a really good core receiver. They have some really good running backs and they have a really solid defense. If that team could find a quarterback, they could be a team to shake things up. So credit to them, and, and it's no discredit to the Giants tying with them a couple of weeks because I think people aren't giving the Washington Commanders the credit they deserve because there are a lot worse teams in this league that get more praise than the Washington Commanders. Though. So, But as far yeah. as the Giants play, again, I'm confident. I'm happy where we are. I want to sh- you know, shout out to Daniel Jones. He made great throws. He made huge throws down the stretch. Fourth and nines, third and nines, plays that Daniel Jones, you know, we're not accustomed to him, accustomed to him normally making. He goes out there, he makes them. He does it with these guys off the, you know, off the streets. We mentioned it all the time. He doesn't have the elite receiving core in the league. He doesn't even have the core he started the year with. And again, he found a way to get the job done, get these guys the ball, and they were able to get the ball down the field. It doesn't look pretty. He doesn't throw for three touchdowns and 250 and all that. It doesn't, but he's been managing this offense. He's been doing everything the coaches have been asking for him and it's, you know, paid off and the Giants are in a really good position going down the stretch because of it. So, kudos to Daniel Jones, who I think is going to be the quarterback from the Giants for at least another five years, I would say.
1: I I, I don't know about five years, but he's definitely, I, I think at this point, all the Daniel Jones talk is out, out of the way. Um, The, the real question is, I, I think going into the offseason, What's it going to look like paying both of them? And are you still going to have enough to get well, something we, else out of it?
3: If you can get them on a discount, it helps. That's the idea of that getting a guy like this. You can get him on a discount. You have him here. You can franchise him for a year. You can do these type of things if yeah. you can't come to an agreement. If you feel like he is someone you can move forward with. Then don't get it wrong. The Giants can still draft a quarterback in the draft. And no one would bat an eye. They'd be just protecting themselves just in case Daniel isn't the guy.
1: Hundred percent, but I I will say, and also I I uh, on the Daniel Jones saying they signed Tyrod Taylor for two years, so I think that is gonna be the testing point. Like that was one of the first things Joe Shane <laughs> did was okay. So here we have this guy. We can bring Tyrod Taylor in just to back him up. He's gonna have these two years, and then that that third year is gonna be. So I I see a franchise tag coming from Daniel Jones, but that that's off season talk. The Giants are still relevant, so that's for way down the future till the Giants are relevant. But one more thing before we move off this game. I know a lot of Commanders fans are pissed off at the refs, uh, especially for that illegal formation call on uh, uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, that's
3: the right call. Cool.
1: No, it, the ref doesn't know the play. The ref, You're supposed to know where you're supposed to be. And also, like – Am I wrong? There was motion in that play, too, right? There was, so like, there was
3: slot receiver motion, which, but there was yeah. no tight end on the end, which means he had to move up on the line afterwards. Exactly. He didn't move up.
1: That's, yeah, so that, that's on football. Terry McLaurin. The ref isn't supposed to know that there's going to be motion. So that's on him. I don't know why you're complaining about that. That pick play uh, down in the red zone, too, the, that was called that. Like, don't get mad. I mean, that is what it was. It was incidental, but stuff like that happens. Giants like cool
3: for it every week, it feel like.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, I understand your gripes, but, uh, especially that Terry McLaurin one, That that's ridiculous. People are freaking out about that. That's stupid. I understand the ref gave him the thumbs up, but you got to understand the, the play. The ref doesn't know what's coming. And before one more thing, before we move on, the past couple weeks, my crosshairs they start off on Daniel Jones, then was on Kayvon Thibodeau. Going into the Vikings game, my crosshairs, my who I'm going to be watching with a microscope and needs to step up, Evan Neal. You've had your time back from your injury. He had a couple flags there uh, in that last game. I, I think he could be a real dominant force uh, on the O line. And I think this is where this is going to be a game where he can start picking it up. Uh, Vikings defense isn't anything spectacular. Um, I-, I-, I don't want to see. It. I-, I think he can have a real great game. And also, uh, Aziz Ojulari, I think, is also another guy who can. Yeah. I, I need to see him do a little bit more as what? well. Yeah? Dude, he, he
2: has like three and a I half know. sacks in his first Bro, two yeah. games back. It's I understand, long. but did he, you no, listen, listen. Of, listen did you see I a lot
3: think, at the end of the game? They were almost no, solid. They, almost ever they, ever they solid. were. They were.
1: But I think Aziz Ojalari can do a little bit more. Same like what I'm saying with Evan Neal. The real, the real person on the hot seat right now for me is Evan Neal. But both of them coming back from injury. This is now – they're completely reaculumated. Uh, I expect them to be uh, – Have you seen John Feliciano? Feliciano have you seen Lillis You uh, Are you, talking, are you what, serious? No, right? I'm, I'm looking at expectations. Evan Neal was a beast. He's His whole entire down. Alabama career, he, he let up, like, what, two sacks or something? Jeez, this is the, the NFL. NFL. I know, I know, and I think right now this is the perfect time for him to start turning that corner and getting back to the dominance and understanding the game more. That's what I'm looking for. Kayvon Thibodeau showed that. Now look for Evan Neal to show that. No, I'm Bruce's, not.
3: Bruce's attributes. How you go? Hey, look
1: what look at what's happened though. When I when I start dissing people, did they, yeah, they show up? Don't when don't I start going at them...
3: And Evan Neal, you can't, you you can't do that. There's two different positions and two different mean, sides of the ball, Two that, different I understand.
1: The impact of the game, though, Zay, that you can impact the game both ways equally, equally. Yes, yes, understandable. The
3: but the learning curve for a defensive end and the learning curve for an offensive lineman are two different. You cannot put it,
1: the <laughs> – Listen, Zay. Once
3: you figure things out, and that's what I'm saying, Kayfon is starting to figure things out. Once he figures things out, how he wants to rush, how he wants to approach, it's working for Whether he wants to go across the corner and bend, whether he wants to sweep, or whether he wants to do one of the swim moves, whatever he – those are easy to master. Blocking and picking up blocking schemes and knowing which guys to always pick up and making sure your guy next to you is on the same page. That all doesn't come in game hey,
1: You don't think I played O-line? I he, understand all that stuff.
3: Not to mention, uh, I, I, I listen going up against the best defensive fronts in the
1: league. Let's not
3: forget this. He's not playing, you know, I understand the guys man. at the bottom of the division. He's playing again the Lions, really good defensive front. Uh Washington no, commander, man. we talk about it. Really the good Lions. defensive front. The Eagles.
1: Don't say they pull off the Lions right off the What are the
3: Giants do right now? Aiden Hutchinson's
1: right. been okay, but the, that defensive front isn't like – I'll give you Washington. I, I'll give Washington, you because – Eagles, I, 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 it it the
3: Lions, Dallas Cowboys.
1: I'll give it NFC, not the Lions, week. though, Zay. And I that they've been tough. But listen – if, if Kayvon Thibodeau's making those steps, I think Evan Neal can. That's all I'm saying. It's two
3: different, it's That's too all different I'm saying. learning curves, bro. You can't compare it. Listen, You cannot compare it.
1: It doesn't matter. He's still a freak athlete. I still want to see him pancaking, demolishing people.
2: It's, there's no
1: learning.
3: He's doing. Curve with that. He's
2: doing fine. He's doing fine in the run game. It's just pass protection. He's been shaky. I mean, Montez Sweat had him looking. Learning
3: to, to pick up which guy. Terrible. Guys are doing twists. They're doing stunts. They're doing all types. I understand of disguising that. Disguising He has to learn. He has to learn these things. These aren't things you're going to pick up in one year. He'll see these things and then next year he'll learn how to face it or how to defend it from the, you know from watching film and going over it. You're not gonna it, It's that not that idea. crazy
1: for me to expect him to start doing good, Zay. That, that's insane for you to think. I understand that there's a learning curve. Yeah, it, it might be a little it bit harder. Seen, oh, he can start. The, well, we're 16 weeks Andrew into Thomas, the season. For we're that. 16 when, weeks into the season. Stuff when can you've start. Seen clicking the progression
3: out. of Andrew Thomas, and it, he was terrible his first year. And now he's one of the best in the but league. But that's Evan it's Neal. I'm here. talking
1: about Evan Neal. I'm not talking about Andrew Thomas. Yes, and also Evan look Neal. at Andrew Thomas also did start to put it together at the end of.
2: Once yeah, he started Evan, coming Neal, back. Evan Neal just missed a month uh, and a half due to injury, though. Like was, I know. And
1: that's what I'm saying. This is the part where time. he starts. That, that's what I'm saying. This is the part from his injury. He starts getting back. He starts understanding it. Like, look at even the first. Look of the first week. He, I mean, uh, the beginning of the season, he had that game against the Cowboys and then he started redeeming himself. Uh, I, this was a tough one with the the, the penalties. I, I don't like that. I think I expect him to redeem himself. That's all I'm saying. I expect him to do good, but he is, He, I, I'm happy to say that he's the guy that's on my crosshair because the Giants are doing good right now. I, I understand. I'm not going to put all the bums that are expected to be bums. I'm going to, I'm looking at the guys who we expect to be great, and that's why I want more out of. I I, I I'm okay with more right. of it the bums. Is. I don't care about Tay Crowder. I'm not going to expect more out of Tay Crowder. He's well, not. Yeah, or, no. Giant or or not to worry about Tay Crowder no Collins or uh, Jalen Smith. I don't care about those fossils. I, I I want the young guys to start turning the corner and show that they are the future.
2: How that's old? Wait saying. a minute. Okay. What? A, what? Landon's Landon a Collins is a fossil now. Yeah, neither are even thirty yet.
1: In the league, they're fossils. What's the lifespan of the league? Two years, uh, average career, if that. Two years. It, it's not that long, Zay. But uh, all right, l- l- let's get into this well, Vikings game. Listen, listen, we we we're just we we we'll, we'll end up going in circles all night. We, you know how we, you and me, go, Zay, Like we'll just be going in circles. Let Let, let's go. move on to the Vikings. You Vikings. Said. They they lost two weeks ago against the Lions. Lions playing good, obviously started with the Giants, uh, but they and they struggled last Saturday against the Colts. The Jeff Saturday on Saturday game. Uh, is this the perfect opportunity? for the Giants to steal a victory against a team that uh, is tied with the second best record in the NFL, Sean?
2: I think it's a winnable game, honestly. Um, I mean, you have to stop Justin Jefferson. That's number one. He's the best receiver in the league. So getting a Dory Jackson back, it's not it's looking like we're going to get him back this week. So I don't really trust in Fabian Moreau against him. Uh, Fabian Moreau had a decent start to the season, but he's kind of been tailing off lately. So, that's priority number one, but as long as far as his defense goes, uh, they can be scored on. And we've seen that, you know, the whole second half of the season, this Vikings defense has not, um, you know, been able to stop anyone, especially in the passing game. So I think this is a big opportunity for Daniel Jones to go out there. Maybe this is the game where we see him throw for over 250 yards. Um, we see him get involved in the passing a lot more. Uh, yeah, I know it's, it's shocking, but uh, I mean – the good thing about Mike Kafka and Brian Dable is they know how to utilize um, their strengths against teams that, you know, can't stop it. Um, they know how to get the best out of their offense against opposing defenses. So I think we do see that a lot um, similar to the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving. I think we see a lot of passing uh, on early down, see a lot of passing in the first half. Uh, I think this is how it's going to go. And then obviously if we're in a, a tight game at the end, uh, give it to your closer, Saquon Barkley, like we saw in this game. So I do expect to see a lot of Daniel Jones this game. Uh, hopefully guys like Isaiah Hodgins can step up again, Richie James, um, who have been both playing well pretty lately. So I think it's a winnable game. We just have to stay within reach. Um, if this, if our defense could keep them under, say, 21, 24 points, um, I think we can absolutely win this game. Um, it's not like the Vikings are world beaters. If you look at their point differential, uh, it's only plus two. So they're in a lot of tight games like the Giants are as well. So I think it's uh, if we can keep it close, defense can somewhat stop Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook. Uh, I think we could definitely go out there and uh, shock the world on this one and uh, come up with a dub. Do you know? I maybe, mean, but do you know there's one other?
1: There's one other team in the positive as far as point differential that is less than the Vikings. Do you know who that is? Dolphins. Dolphins plus one. That's crazy. But, uh, Zay, what do you expect um, from this game? Yeah,
3: not as morbid as Sean. Um, <laughs> I do agree with the fact that the Vikings, I don't believe they're world beaters. And if I'm being honest, if the Colts have a real coach, someone who actually knows what he's doing and not someone just trying to play Madden on the fly, um, we're talking about the Vikings coming into us probably on, on a two-game losing streak and um, the Giants possibly being... Not even the underdogs, probably, you know, the favorites in the game. But obviously, based on the fact that the Colts have no coach and they have Matt Ryan, who is obviously cursed, they blew the biggest lead in NFL history. Amazing. But um, no, I do think the Giants could pull this one off. I think it comes down to the secondary. It's going to take, you know, these guys, Pinnock, um, Monroe, McLeod, all these guys. Love. They got to get on the same page. They got to, you know, lessen the, the, you know, the the pe- the holdings and the pass interference calls, because obviously, you know, we're talking about Thielen. We're talking about Justin Jefferson. We're talking about uh the tight end. I got. I can't remember his name. It eludes me. Um, Horkinson Harkin- or whatever. Harkinson. Harkinson, yeah. Hawkinson, Something like that. Yeah. They have a plethora of uh weapons, and we're not even t- haven't even talked about Cook. Obviously, he's a weapon on his own. So if the Giants could stop the run and the secondary get on the same page, yeah, I agree with Sean. They could beat them. You know, they again we've seen the Giants win these games. But the Giants don't have to score twenty eight points. The Giants have shown you that all this year. They just have to stop you on defense and score more points than you, which is logical football. So <laughs> I nope. think it's possible. I'm not. I'm not going to pick a winner. Obviously, um, this could go either way. So I, I'm just going to leave it all alone right now. My emotions is riding with the Giants. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to pick a winner. But, again, I will say the Giants can win this game. I don't want to
1: jinx it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not, superstitious, superstitious, bro. I'm not picking a yeah. winner. All the right, game. then. All right, Zay. But I, I will say uh, the, the secondary does need to step up. Also, like, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to – say this wrong, but it's not that hard, especially with the, the pass rush that the Giants have been getting. The secondary, like, you don't need to hold, hold your assignment that long. You don't need to stick up with, stay with your man that long, because these guys are there. And, and, but the thing is, is that they're getting burned so quickly that Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz, all these guys can't get home. They're, they're getting the pressures and that stuff. Uh, so, it, it, Wait. What? What say?
3: No, no. no.
1: <laughs> What's you just
3: you reverse logic. You just I said know. they don't gotta wait long. Then you said the line can't get there, Tom. Huh? No,
1: yeah. <laughs> the, that's the thing, because they're getting burnt. You you gotta be able to stay with your guy for at least a couple seconds so the line can get there. That's how that's how this defense the defense runs through the front four for for the Giants, and if they can, they can. I have facing them to stop the run when they need to. Now it's getting after the
2: quarterback.
3: What? No, I don't. That's one thing I don't have right now. Is faith. They, in the yeah, honest. they've been terrible
2: against the run.
3: It's one thing I can't. I can't agree with that. Uh, not, they cannot stop the run. They have not been able to stop the run the last couple of weeks. Everybody's putting up. Look at look at the last few weeks. The Dallas no, Cowboys. You're
1: right, but we. Come we, on, the running Williams, the football on us?
3: Williams. The Eagles. Well, uh, when,
1: listen, when teams are running war. the football on it on us and and they aren't necessarily successful in the past, that's when you turn it into a field goal battle. And l- like we saw last week, so I I I think that can happen, and that's the best way. Like, don't die too much from the air and focus more on stopping uh, giving up the run than you are uh, giving up the pass. That's all I'm saying.
3: That's I how. That's how Justin better.
2: Jefferson goes for three hundred yards.
3: Not getting into
1: it. <laughs>
2: uh, whatever.
1: But uh, yeah, I, I. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, does that count as prime time? It is, even though it's one o'clock. It is Christmas Eve. No. It's Christmas Eve. It's how did they get Eve. the one o'clock slot? That doesn't make sense.
3: The NFL uh, schedule
2: is so bad on Christmas Eve. They have eight 1 o'clock games and only two 4 o'clock wait, wait,
3: hold games on. Game. They've been bad all year. Not just Christmas well, Eve. They've been yeah, bad no, all but... year with primetime games. But did you they think a game that like that out, should be put at the later with so much playoff implications for so many teams?
1: It's... I
3: mean, not really, though. Yes, it is because the Giants, obviously the Giants lose. It still opens the door for the Lions, the Seahawks, the Washington Commanders so many other teams still have a chance to make the playoffs. With the Giants win, and those teams lose the next day. You know, it just puts more pressure on them also. But
1: I, I'm just saying there's implications the, there. This isn't, this isn't a the primetime game, say. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I'm not saying this it's the primetime is...
3: Sunday game, but I think at least Saturday. Like, who else is playing Saturday? Who else
1: has that much, you know, on the line? Uh, all right, let me check it out right think I think, now, I think the Raiders
2: are playing Saturday night. Jesus, they have nothing gross. to play for. Yeah, Raiders I mean Raiders, Raiders,
1: Pittsburgh. That's that's a rough one. Philly, Dallas. That that's that's uh, what they should have done. Like honestly, it, it sucks Philly, Dallas that has means nothing because Philly basically him. wrapped up everything. No, no but it, no, because then if Philly loses, especially Jalen Hurts being banged up, they, they could drop something here, and Dallas could take the one seed. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Okay, I but, guess uh, I guess, yeah. but
3: still, was that blink game? Yeah. yeah,
1: no, that, that's a 4 4, 30. Jeez, that's a four 30. No, Raiders. It's Raiders, dropping
3: Steelers.
1: the ball. Raiders Steelers. Steelers. Steelers, Raiders, bro. Oh, my God. Uh, honestly, the most interesting primetime game is tomorrow night, Thursday night. Jags at Jets. There, There's a, a lot of uh, playoff implications. Ooh, the game, that is a big game for your Jets, say.
3: The fingers that can't be shown on air.
1: <laughs> yeah okay all right. all right i think that's gonna do it for us today uh let's go giants let's hope we can get back next week talking about uh a dub because that'd be fun uh especially against the vikings
2: vikings we could uh the giants could clinch this week too
3: giants clinches this week we start looking
2: forward wow. to the playoffs
1: oh yeah,
3: yeah.
2: If they win uh Washington loses, and then you know, the Seahawks or Lions have to lose, but there's a possibility
1: they can't Keep your eyes open
2: this would be this would
1: be the first time the Giants make the playoffs in this show's history that's
2: that's it crazy.
1: We get to talk about playoff football that's that's cool.
2: i never never thought I'd see the day <laughs> that's when Joe will pop back up <laughs> uh,
3: yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you
1: guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Big shout out to Chris Sawyer and Annie Home Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode. Make sure you check out ClovercrestMedia.com for a bunch of other great podcasts as well. I'm Big Jace. That's King Zay. And that's Sean Scanlon. And that's been John About the G Men. We'll see you next week to talk more Giants football. Peace out, everyone.
0: From the 10th, second and 18. Thibodeau got there, got the ball out scooped it and scored! Touchdown Giants, Cava Timbano! Snap Saquon Barkley. He'll take it to the left, and Barkley will score! Hello, my name is Joe Aguire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the G Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week. Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn. the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.